step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Oceanside. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and we get to see what happened with Sasha's little raid. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what did she think was going to? What did she think was going to happen? It probably gone a blaze of glory. I, I think that's what her intentions were to get Negan and just have him be taken out. That was the whole plan. That was well, the plan. That was the plan, but there was no way. First of all, there's no way she was going to get through the countless people she would have needed to get through to get to Negan. That's just unreasonable. Unless you're Duke Nukem. You know, or the Doom guy. It wasn't thought out. It wasn't really... It wasn't thought out. She should have listened to her, her logic that she gave to to Rosita that she, it wasn't her time yet. And she should, Both of them should have gone back to go find the group and say, look, man, they, you know, we got right up to the side of the thing. We can literally get up on them before we start this attack. You know, kind of approach it almost like the governor did. You know what I mean? Show up there and just shock and awe, you know, just get them before they know what the fuck's going on, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, and and you might lose some people, but in the chaos, you're going to be the, victor- the you're going to be victorious because you have the upper hand. But instead she goes in on her own. She says, there's no way you have the upper hand. There's just too many other people. There's just too many enemies. Yeah. So, but she may play a big part in the next episode. And I, it's just like, oh, I, I'm, not, I'm jumping ahead. Let's just go in order. So, okay, go ahead. So, well, we, we, we do see a scene. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. What's the scene? The scene with Sasha, with the guy approaching her, 
in the whole, with that whole situation is almost right out of the comic book, which I was Ray, happy to Ray see. Rapey Ralph, you were talking about? Rapey Dave, which is so funny. I actually know a guy named Dave Rape, which is his oh, name. Oh, no so calling Rapey Dave just made me laugh. As a, but as a shout, shout out to my buddy, Dave, uh, Dave Rape. That's his real name. It's on, it's like, it's David Raper is his name. I'm sorry, David Raper. That's his wow. Name. <laughs> and he's very proud of it, people. <laughs> I'm sure of it. That, that's one, though, you don't get a lot of blind dates with that name. You know? No, <laughs> you don't. Your name is Mr. Raper? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'd like you to meet my friend. Yeah, his name's Rape. You know, it's like, no, nobody's coming anywhere. <laughs> right. All right, go ahead. So that whole scene is, it, it, again, it shows another layer of Negan. That Negan, in one side of the coin, yeah, he's, he's, he's bad. He's issues. But at the same time, he's trying to bring order uh, to even now. Even of all the craziness he does, he doesn't believe in rape. That says a lot. That says a lot. Well, it's not even that. Like, because Negan would have no problem raping somebody, and he's proven that by taking people's wives and taking and well, clearly no, no, taking no, these no, women. I disagree. You're not saying this. No, he does not believe in rape, not at all. But you know what? If you're gonna, if you want the how things are, you like to live all. Up, he even says it. You want to so, live up and chill, then that's part of the bargain. That's not rape, dude. That's just taking a deal. He's not making no, them do it. But you're you're missing what I'm saying. He's not. He doesn't give a fuck about rape. That, you're, that's ridiculous. That that's got nothing to do with Negan. What he doesn't want is people beneath him thinking that they can do what they want. And that's the thing is that this guy going in and, and taking this. He's even saying, "I'm doing something I know I'm not supposed to do." You know, and if I bring you water, which I'm not supposed to do, then I want you to do something else that we're not supposed to do. So he knows he's stepping over the line with that alone. And that's Negan's thing is he needs to have total control over everybody in his, uh, you know, under him. He can't have anybody thinking that they've got a little bit of power or that they've got some say so because that can easily turn against him. It, it would be very uh, simple for a cancer to bring down his entire establishment. Uh, maybe from a point of view, I still think it's something about his character. Not saying I read it in the, in the comic books, it's just. No, I know. That, but what is what he don't give it, if he doesn't give a shit that tells me he doesn't care if other guys do it, but still don't I hear what you're saying, why? It, right. it no, doesn't make it, sense. Again, it wouldn't it wouldn't matter except for the fact that it's somebody beneath him trying to just go off and do their own thing. And that he is that's what he's not having. And the thing is he's sending a message to everybody else. You know, before you think that you're in any kind of charge, don't think so. Even when, even if you're in power over this person, you're still not in charge, and you better know that. And that's what he's sending. That's what he. That's every move that Negan makes reinforces that with his people. Mm-hmm. You know, even down to beating Glenn and uh, Abraham to death, that was as much for his people as it was for Rick and the group. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's showing that. That's. I mean, he goes to. Well, saying because that's how his world works. Yeah, and his people, the saviors, are used to that type of of discipline, lack of a better mm-hmm. word, of how he how I run things. You guys like how, how things we... are. This is how, this is how I you know butcher the meat. This is how I get the burgers on the table. This is how I get vegetables on the on your exactly. plate. Exactly how he treated the doctor, and then immediately went and got a new doctor for them. Mm-hmm. So he's showing. You know, there's nobody here that's not expendable. I'll replace you in a heartbeat, even if you're somebody critical like a, like a physician. Like, how many physicians are left in this world? You know, they're probably the first to go. And 
And here he is throwing one away and going and saying, I'm going to have another one by, you know, the following day. And that's what Negan's all about. Negan is just showing he has total control over his world. Is it, then his forces. world includes the hilltop and coast Alexandra and, and the kingdom, all providing for his people, for his way of life. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so now with the other group, though, they're going out to – to the beach and Tara of course is you know justifiably feeling guilty right she's betraying the trust of somebody that that saved her life on multiple times uh-huh. you know and and but then again she got the chance to give a little girl a finger again and who could pass that up yeah also got to keep in mind is that she's trying to save their way of life you know it's not going to mm-hmm. always stay how it is. I mean, the, the, I understand what Tara is trying to do. I, I, yep. I don't feel sorry for her. I think she's doing, you know, I am saving your life now in the way I know. I know what's going around you. You're not aware. Y'all in a little bubble, your little island, isolated, and you think you're safe. But mm-hmm. it's great it's what um, Negan's doing. It will come back to get them eventually. And the fact yeah. they have weapons. So Tara, Tara's trying to do the right thing. And I like their approach. He tried. I mean, it was like you can't make a decision in two seconds. They could give her a little more time, but I guess they, they, they don't have enough time. Maybe that's the whole point. Like we can't wait to negotiate. Get to there and have like meetings with me. We need this stuff now. So the episode is only an hour and a half. So I mean, you know. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Anyway, I felt that. Uh, or whatever it was. Was it an hour last week? I don't even know. It was an hour. It's an hour. Long. It an next, hour. Week, so it's four, next week. Next tr- week. Should be a 90 minute episode. So yeah, they had to do it 40 minutes. So you know, here they are. They're 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 trying to get it done. But I love that. Yeah, everybody got put into position. And but one thing with Michonne up in the in the tree, you know, immediately the first thought I had was if Sasha was still there, if she didn't go off on her own, she would be a second point. You know, for because. What happens if they weren't exactly in the right place? or You know what I mean? And Sasha could have been backing uh, Michonne up and each one having their own little lookout spot and and made themselves that much stronger to the situation. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. she really she really left the group high and dry by running off and doing her own thing. Yeah. And well, now, yeah. She's, yeah. now she's in a position where she can literally jeopardize the group, you know? That's a good point to make. You know, and that's where I'm... Again, I'm trying to get to the end. I'm trying to get to the next episode, but that's fine. We'll keep going. I'll get to it eventually. Because I am excited about the, this episode and what's going to happen next. I want to make some predictions because I, I, I got a feeling I know how season eight is going to play out now. Mm-hmm. And so I, I want to talk about that. So let me know when I can do that because I'm ready to jump ahead. So I'm sorry. Let's continue. Let's get through this episode so I can take over because I'm excited about the like, next week's episode. It's insane. It's insane. Zip your pants up, Jesus Christ! But so, I was like, "What did Sasha?" I go back to this. What did Sasha think was going to happen? Of course, she was going to be captured, not killed. Of course, she was going to be used against her group. You know what I mean? First of all, when she once she was captured, the fact that she didn't take that knife, like I would have loved it if Negan would have come back to that door, opened it up, and found two two walkers in there: Sasha and Rapey Dave. You know, and then and then that's the way she should have ended. She shouldn't have killed the zombie. She shouldn't be even thinking 
she can be part of that group without giving up Rick's group. You well, know? and now because so she was talking like this is my, my like a suicide mission, like a, like you said, you came like a kamikaze, and that's the yep. whole part that yeah, I thought so too. So you're right; she should have just go ahead and take herself out because she knows she's put herself into a bigger jeopardy, big time. Yep, and that she's actually going to cost her friends with by doing this. Now, I will say one thing: when uh, when um, Negan pulled out the knife on Rapey Dave, and then he like lowered his hand, like the knife went off screen down to the bottom of the screen. I thought, mm-hmm. oh my god, he's going to cut his nuts off, and then he sticks it through his neck. It's like, oh, you know, he's gonna, I knew he was going to cut it straight through. out of the comic book. <laughs> was it? That image of the knife going in the neck like that is straight out of the comic book, which was freaking awesome. I don't get them very often. I don't notice it, but this one I do remember because there's some there's some stuff that Megan does is just add, like the guy who cut open his guts and it's spilled everywhere, straight out of the comic book. So some of the things that he is killed are, I mean, I love. I'm glad they're shown in, in the TV series because there's a lot of shock back, shock, and it's shocking. It's shocking, brother. <laughs> it surprised me. I really wasn't expecting them to do that, so I liked it. It's. Yeah, and then you have uh, you have Eugene, of course, coming up to the door now. For one thing, if I was Eugene, there's no way I would not think that they weren't keeping a very close eye on me. Eugene's smart enough to know that. Mm-hmm. So walking up and whispering through the door would not have been an option because so, there was an ear somewhere listening to what I was saying to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's a mistake. When he ended up bringing her the poison pill, I thought, now, what I really love is you see, you know, Negan in the first episode of season eight come out, and he's going to say something, and he takes a sip of coffee, and he goes, ah, and falls down dead, and you find out that, you know, she gave him the poison pill. Of course, one pill is not going to do it, apparently, you know, from, if you remember what Eugene yeah, was saying. Uh-huh. But it would weaken him, and he, any little bit of weakness would help, you know, so we may still see that. So we may so still see the return back. of the lily from the valley. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I already know the answer, but I'm not, I don't know. That's a that's a that's a very very possible. That's a good possibility. Well, you know the answer from the comic book. It shows you know who knows what it could do. Here's the thing. As far as Negan's concerned, there's mm-hmm. no other way but end it the way it does in the comic book. Okay, I, well, no, that's fine. That's fine. I'm sure from the comic book that it'll. I'm sure it's not going to end with the poison pill. I'm just talking shit. If it ended that way, yeah, I would be I mad. As a <laughs> I would stop watching if it ended like that. It just ends him taking a, a sip of tea, and you know what's going to happen in, in an episode. And that's it, and that's all we do. He just dies in his sleep peacefully. Yeah, we do. Well, no, all, the last shot of the episode is just the. The cup of tea falling off the counter and his arm going limp. Uh, that's it. You don't even get this. What? <laughs> Next week, Dwight's in charge of the saviors. <laughs> and speaking of Dwight, I know we're jumping towards the end of the show, but when they walked in with Rosita, oh my God. I honestly do not think if if this was real life, you know, I do not think that entire group together kept Daryl from killing that motherfucker, right? At that oh, point. Yeah. oh, dude. Yes. 
Yeah, Daryl would have been throwing knives and shoes and shit. He would have been he'd have been trying to pull Rick's gun off him. He'd have just whatever it would have taken. Yeah, to get this guy. Absolutely, thinking I am not making this mistake a third time already. Hell no. (laughs) Hell no. But you know it's kind of shady. I don't know. So why come in like that? Yeah. Never know, but. I, I would say, and this is just how I thought when I read it in the comic book, he, he has motivation to go on the other side, and he has motivation to stay oh, on the yes other side. yes, he does. <laughs> so, it, I, even then, I, I still don't know. Because I, I, here's no, the thing, I, I, there's two things, two things that is helping with this last two episodes. Um, both Eugene, Eugene and Dwight are kind of doing a little things different from the comic book, so which I like. I'm happy to see because like it's it's weird what they're doing with Eugene. So that's why I'm like I still don't know. I still don't know if he's good or bad at this point because it's it's a real good twist to deal with this character. Same with, with the according wife. according to Eugene, he is Negan. That is very true. He has said that. <laughs> he has said. I heard that. it from his own lips. <laughs> and it, it, that's that's it may have some. I don't know. We'll see. Definitely, we're gonna but see again. As, it's awesome that they have another wild card, you know. This is, that's that makes it interesting. Well, back to Oceanside. So when they actually did the the you know sieging the weapons, that scene with the grandmother, man, it's like you know what, man, think about that for a minute. These these are two people who feel one's right and then one's wrong, mm-hmm. and they were both really well. Rick was trying, hey, we don't want to kill you, but if we have to, we're going to, but we're we're not here. The ticker said, we need your weapons to take care of business. You know, and like that she did not want any of it. For your own daughter, granddaughter, and not get on your head, man, that's, that's a, I mean, it's crazy. I don't know if I hit my grandma upside the head. Or what, I, it's just insane. It was, it was crazy. It was a crazy thing. No, I'm with you. You know, she had, and the girl was doing it for the grandmother's own good in a sense. You know, there's no reason the grandmother needed to die there. Yep. You know, but she was so willing to. It was like, don't throw, don't throw your life away. Just let's get this to happen. We'll, we'll deal with this. Uh You know, and I think we are going to still see these women return. I think they are going to be part of the. At least a portion of them are going to show up to for the fight. Yeah, well, yeah, they need to need to come together to make Mm -hmm. this work. Hey, the more the more the merrier. The the you know there is such a thing as power and numbers. And I think between Oceanside, even a fraction of Oceanside, the uh, orphans from the dump, and uh, <laughs> the kingdom, and then our, our group from Alexandra, uh, between all of these guys, I think they far outnumber the, the saviors at this point. Mm. That's crazy. It's just, uh, yeah. I, I'm, loving, I'm loving what they're doing with it. I'm still thinking season seven. It's almost my favorite of all time. Uh, it's just I'm I'm loving what they're doing with this with this storyline with the whole Negan and the and this all out war as it's called in the comic book. So and the thing is I'm I'm I, I had to watch some of these last episodes very carefully. I'm looking for clues because I just have a feeling what how they're going to move this story along. And I just I just love to make some predictions for next week's episode. Um, I did see a sneak peek of next week's episode, so I, it looks like they're going to do it the way I think they will. And we're, I'm expecting a big, huge freaking 
death. And I, I'm, I'm putting my money on two people. And I think uh, I, I'm expecting a big death next week. Well, who, who are you putting your money on? I'm putting all my money on Sasha. Um, well, yeah, and, Sasha's a given. And I think Carol is, I, maybe not next episode, but I don't think she has much longer. It just seems that uh, way. Here, here's, here's why I'm saying it. Because there's two characters that um, that could die in the next episode. It goes along with a comic book. Okay, I'm, just, I'm, I'm not trying to give anything away. I'm trying not to. It's just that the, how they always switching things around. Mm-hmm. I, I have a feeling I know how they're going to do it. I can't wait to talk about it for the next episode because it's like it's going to be crazy. Is there? Is there? Well, what's going to happen is they're not going to show you who it was again, and then you're going to cry for an entire half a season There's until no the show comes back. There's no okay. way because it brings up the stake. They're not going to do a cliffhanger like last season. Okay? I see. Do you remember you saying the same thing last year? We'll yeah, see I'm, what happens. <laughs> At least I will tell. <laughs> no, I said they're going to show Negan. They said, I said they're going to show Negan in the last episode, and I really thought they, they did, and they did. It's just it was right, like, but you still cried about them not knowing who the killed people it's were. Like, it's like no, they did. It was like this, people. I'm going to give you a, a good analogy. Let's say your team is going to the Super Bowl, okay? Your team is in the Super Bowl, and it's halftime. They say, okay, stop right now. We're going to come back in six months and continue this. Well, what? That's how I felt because they're already doing everything. They're showing the game. Everything's going well. And also they're going to stop right here, and then we're going to do the rest in the in six months. It takes the momentum what, away. It, what is this football you speak of? <laughs> Not familiar with your ways. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to no, read a new, a new graphic. I get it. It'd be like if they got halfway through the Stanley Cup and then had to stop and come back in six months. Is that similar? Yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> That's why I say that. It's just, you know, hey, we built this all up. Here's the episode you've been waiting to see. Here's the reveal, Negan. But you know what? We're going to stop right here and come back six months later. That's the part that frustrated me because you're already doing the scene. I understand why they did it, and it did work. It got a lot more people watching the premiere, you know. Well, but yeah. I, it's just I, it, I, I think it should have ended where Abraham got beaten up to death, because then we would, it would have worked. I still think it would have worked because the whole sh- coming back to that, because now what we're going to do? Well, he killed one of us, and then the whole thing with um, Daryl, and then gun goes out. That would be, that wouldn't. Oh, that would have been freaking perfect. You satisfied two people, the new fans and the comic book fans. So here we are, folks. Fifteen episodes later and he's still crying about it. Just so just for the record. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I'm very passionate about that. But so this last episode here, we will see all out war. I'm not sure the entirety, but there's there's a lot that can happen in this episode, and some great great uh, cliffhanger opportunities they have here. And I think one of them is going to be uh, a death of one of the main characters. And I know it's it's setting up. It's obviously going to be Sasha, but the way they're going to do it, it's it's going to it's going to be cool. The way they're going to do it is going to be freaking they're cool. Gonna, they're going to kill. It's going to be Eugene is going to die saving Sasha. That's what's going to happen. That would be. All right, no comment. I'm gonna no comment. <laughs> I mean, that just makes sense though, because Eugene's not got much longer left either. 
at this point. Jay has a lot to stick around for. A lot. We'll a see. lot. I mean, pretty yeah. much once you played Atari 2600 in the zombie apocalypse, what else is there to live for? I mean, come there's on. Still plenty, there's still plenty to do. Yeah. Okay. Hey, nothing. did you hear that? Did you yeah, hear that? I, what? Is there a walk? All right. Okay. <laughs> but no, I think that um, I think that a lot of characters need to kind of be shaken up a little too, because uh, the whole season was two the good people. The whole season was a shake up. Big time. Well, no, no, no. I mean that, but at the same time, I think it needs to be. It, it needs to get to a different point. Like we need to see the war on kind of a different face than we've seen so far. If it's just another rehash of, you know them fighting, you know, the the governor's people. It's just, I, you know, I just don't want to be bored with it. I'm hoping they do something a little fresh this time, you know. So we'll see. I, I would be cool if it was just Negan and Rick one-on-one in, like, an arena style. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, what the hell's going on with this show? <laughs> I think they have Tina Turner come out and she can introduce the whole thing. But would you would you would you accept a, just a straight out brawl between Negan and Rick in a one on one battle? Would you absolutely? No, I mean for real. Even like in the middle of feeling, like, screw this, let's do a one on one. Let's just do this, and it's just one on one. Would that be acceptable for all this whole season? And that's how they settle their story. Rick's out of bullets and Lucille's broken in half, and all they got left of their fists. Yeah, why not? <laughs> first of all, first of all, you can't fight Rick that way. And this is if it really came down to that, because Negan is strong when he's got this uh, huge amount of people and his bat and everything. But if it came down to a one-on-one fight, Rick just bite your jugular out. You know, Rick's already bit <laughs> through the the hardest of the heart of that. Yeah, he's a little hard so, enough there. You're right. He would just go for the jugular. <laughs> yeah. Carl, At this point, why wouldn't? Give me a towel. Why wouldn't you? That's the thing is I don't think the, I don't think Negan will last two seconds in hand to hand combat with Rick. Even Actually. even if Negan was armed with something, I don't think that if it was just two, no other stakes, you know, everybody wasn't held at gunpoint, all that other shit. Uh, yeah, Negan would not last five seconds against Rick. <laughs> all right, this I, 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 just, I didn't prep you this, but I'm gonna ask you a question. Um, about mm-hmm. this season. Season seven. Tell me your recap of season seven. Uh, what did you come from this episode, from this season? What 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 worked and what didn't work for you this season? I know because we're building for the finale, but I'd like to know up to this point your thoughts on season seven. I'm curious, as because remember you're the only one. I also know this. Ross has never read the comic books. I'm the only one that. Well, we so. keep telling him every week, but yeah, I don't know it yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, but maybe you don't know it out there. I don't know, but anyway. That's the stuff that I uh, that I like. I thought, like for the most part, this whole season worked. For the first half of it, you know, sped along a little too fast for my taste. Just uh, that that eighth episode got there really super quick, and uh, and everything was interesting. For one thing, they've got Jeffrey Dean Morgan's character is super dynamic. You have uh, you know um, Steve Ogg out there doing his thing. You've got all these new people that they're introducing and they're kind of collecting together. And all of a sudden, here you come now. They're, they're, the first half of it was them being under the boot 
the second half has been all about them preparing for the war, and now they're coming to a head. I'd say the only thing I was a little disappointed with was the, the little zombie fest thing at the carnival with uh, with Rick and Michelle. I thought that was a little it was unnecessary. You know, I get what they were doing and why they needed to find the weapons, but it was just pokey. I, you know. Yeah. Okay. I feel, I understand your point on that one, but also I feel that they do need episodes where they're just killing zombies. Okay, because right. you and I are that's why that was fans. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. So they do have to have scenes like that, and I can totally hear it. I think that we're past that now. But I think more as the season goes on, the zombies are just fodder. I mean, they're just you know right. like in every you know they're just they're in a way every so often. So every so but often, the best episodes. Of this season were the ones that built the most character, the most, you know, the stuff about um, about uh, Eugene finding the bullet, you know, facility, bullet manufacturing, you know, setup that he could do. And, you know, and you get to learn a little bit more about his character. And then even with him going to the the saviors and you see him on that side of it, you get to see a little bit other side of, of who Eugene could be. You know, and you get to really see his character. In a, in a way we haven't seen up till now. it's an interesting characteristic well, and I, every I character like, yeah. they've well, really it, done it, a good job at, at fleshing them out So, well, that, um, let's, let's go back a little bit because you, you hit a point there about showing the you know, development of the characters well I think at this point I'm going back to the carnival scene is we know how Rick and Michonne should be and how they should act and how serious things are but you, you're because how you know these characters you feel like dude they're doing something stupid right now they're being stupid and they're being um Want to caution the wind, and they're a little bit arrogant. It almost cost them to die, but it will show they're able to get through that without a problem. They're able to see the solution to the issue, and they will get out of the car and just move forward and not panic. That's the one thing you get from that scene is that yes, they're so accustomed to this, they don't panic. They look at the situation, and they know what to do, and they move forward on it. But the cockiness is that that we saw in that episode. I think that's helped with the character itself, even though they're just again. The whole episode was just about killing zombies. Right, no, but I, I did appreciate the stuff when they were in the in the uh, warehouse and they were talking. And I like, you know, there were things that they did to build to develop character. I love the scene with with uh, Tara talking to uh, Judith because she had no one else to turn to in the entire group about issues. You know, I liked all of that. Uh, the stuff with Gabriel and uh, and Rosita was awesome. You know. Really mm-hmm. cool character stuff here, and that's what I love about the show is that it's so much more than just a zombie show. If all it was was zombies, I'd be done. I'd have been done a long time ago. But they mm-hmm. got characters that really grab hold of you, which again comes back to why we don't watch Fear of the Walking Dead, the show that will not be named. You know, <laughs> so because it's just not interesting. I don't care about those characters, so there's absolutely nothing to bring me back. I also got to keep in mind the show that should not be named. I I felt that they just assumed that we we're going to like it because we're such fans of The Walking Dead, and they missed the big boat about The Walking Dead. That it's the characters that we cared about so quickly, and I don't know what I don't know what happened with the fear of The Walking Dead because I like the concept of them being L.A. and it's, I didn't care about the dad and care about and I didn't care about we, we didn't know the, any of the characters' names. We just called the guy who looked like Johnny Depp or whatever. We just kept we right. Gil was great. I kept calling him. Gil was great. Gil was great. And even in that crazy finale, well, not finale, but the season finale when they're 
There's a boat in the distance. We didn't even care. We didn't even care at that point. Dude, I rolled my eyes so hard, I saw my brain. I couldn't even... It was just the most ridiculous ending. Like, oh, so they're going to go to this now. It was just... You know, and then yeah. and then even what happened on the ship was kind of lame. And yeah, uh, I, I think that they they should have thought of something better. Like, and and they literally should have spent more time telling the story. That was that was the biggest issue. If they could have built the character or given us something to care about, you know, something I think. And this is uh, in uh, your story, the the walk with darkness have the character that's trying to get to his wife and he has the choice he has his wife and he has his ex-wife and his current girlfriend and who do you go to save who are you trying to protect and you know and those, that makes the character more interesting they have something driving them in this uh-huh. case the family was always together it's the same thing that made us interested in Rick here's this trying to find his family then he finds his family by the time he gets to that point, we already care about him because we went on that little journey with him. You know, and exactly. the same thing with the other characters. You know, you had in, in the Telltale game, you had uh, Lee who really didn't have any purpose in the world. But then they introduced Clementine, and her parents are in Augusta, Georgia, and that's where they're headed. You know, and so she's got her mission. She's trying to find her parents. And it gives you the time to care about this character and what they're going through. And that's the thing that the Fear of the Walking Dead never had, is there was really no nothing to care about. Oh, these guys are trying to do this. The thing with her, the girl's boyfriend who was already bit and dying, like all those things that were happening, there was no reason to care because they were never pushing you know, to a goal. It was just they were trying to tell the story in the neighborhood kind of thing. You know what I mean? It was it was almost like a house tales. Yeah, it just, it just didn't work. You know, it's yeah. funny that we went right to other show and, uh, and about The Walking Dead. But it, again, it shows you that we do care about characters and that and this whole series is drawn on no strong character. Strong yeah. characters that are definitely, we want to see them succeed, even in the zombie apocalypse, even with this, this threat of you know, Negan. You can look at Negan's character and say, well, I mean, so the people, it seems like they're, they're, they, they leave when they want to. It seems like they're not prisoners. They come and go as they please. If, if they want to get them and leave, I think. I, I mm-hmm. get the impression that they couldn't leave. The, you know, well, it doesn't like, seem like those guards at the gate kind of thing, so I hear you on that. Yeah. You so, know? Uh, but I, they could have even told the story from Negan's point of view to get us on Negan's side. You know what I mean? And by the time he had this group together, like we could understand where he was, the same way we, that we were able to understand where Rick was when he had the Rick Tatorship thing going on, you know. Rick Tatorship, <laughs> you know. Now it's a Rickocracy, I guess. I don't know, but anyway, um, but with with uh, all the characters, whenever they introduced somebody, they gave us something to care about. When they introduced Michonne, she was protecting a a sick and possibly dying Andrea. And then uh, when when she got broken away from Andrea because she couldn't stay in that ridiculous town anymore, you know, she's now trying to help get baby supplies to the prison. So, again, here's somebody that we, even before we learned about her, we got to care. Like she was, oh, she's part of this group. We, you know, we were, we were all cheering for her, you know. And that's, there was never a reason to cheer for any of the other people. And that's what makes, that, that's what makes mm-hmm. this show so good is just, 
everybody, uh, Tara's character. I was thinking about this while I was watching this episode. You know, in the, in the next episode, or maybe not until next season, we still got that guy. What was his name? Keith or Kyle or whatever his name is, the black dude that went out with Tara when they went to the yeah. beach. Mm-hmm. We never mm-hmm. really seen what happened to him yet. He could still turn up somehow. Yep. You know, we still have some wild cards in the deck, so. Mm-hmm. No, no, I agree with you. Yeah, you're right. That They have been keeping on the hush-hush. Because we, yeah. you know, usually a character, we see what happens to him. You know, we talked about a while show... back ago. Go ahead. I was just saying somebody they show often, you know, enough to where they give him a name and they're building his character. They're going to show you what happened to him. So far, we haven't seen it. And I think they're hoping that everyone forgot. And I just spoiled that for them. So, yeah. But it'd be actually pretty cool. We talked about it before. Maybe there'd be time, like we thought, when Glenn might have died. Well, how cool it been if we don't know what happened to him, you made it or not. And maybe they do this character. We don't know the fate. I, be, I'll be I would that. love it if we never heard from him again and just leave that question out there. You know, he's the... He's the fuel in the hotel room. It's <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Whatever happened. <laughs> definitely, so, definitely. Yeah, no, I I I would really commend this show. But the funny thing is, you know what happened is after it was all done, after you know, the the series finally ended, somebody would ask about him and they would go, "Oh crap, we forgot about the character." Like that would be <laughs> it, you know. <laughs> Well, um, I do know this is something that's a little bit about the comic book. I know they have now a origin story on Negan, which I haven't bought yet. I'm thinking about getting a comic book on that. That's a separate series that um learn about his background. I have no clue about I'm so curious about Negan's background now, and I'm looking forward to reading the comic book. That's his little plug of the comic book. That's what they're currently running, I believe. I'm I, think he used, I think he used to operate a chicken place. I think he had something with authority. Like he could be like a supervisor of a freaking. Uh, oh, that was it. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. He was some douchebag manager that all his, all this whole time there, like he was at a sporting goods place or something, or like at a place that had sporting goods and hardware. And he used to look at the baseball bats and the barbed wire and think, oh, <laughs> man, if I had my way. He's always an assistant manager. He never, he's never the manager. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness, that'd be awesome! I I, I have no clue. I'm, I'm I'm curious about it, so I'll probably uh, start picking up that comic book. I should just start downloading it now. I'm not kidding. Dude, <laughs> should do it right this second while we're on live. On while we're Earth. watching it, right now. While we're watching it, let us know how it comes out. Quick spoiler alert! Oh, uh, but no, I, I think this about wraps it up. You know, I think we've covered as much as we can cover on this episode. We're really looking forward to the next episode. The first day of the rest of your life is the title. And uh, I have not seen any previews or anything. I always stay away from them. I figure it's only a week between episodes. Oh, wait. oh can I tell you what happens? Oh, I got to tell you. They, now, they did release the uh, episode three of the um, of the Telltale Walking Dead game. That came wow. out today, and I haven't yet had a chance to play it, so I will have a short review for what that game is like, uh, that portion of the game is like next episode. Real quick, real quick. Tell yeah. me what you're expecting. I'd love to hear what you're expecting from this game because you're, I love hearing your review afterwards. So what have you known about the game? What are you expecting? And well, I've, I've already played 
I've already played the first two episodes. So oh, okay. basically, yeah, the way that the game started, and I'll do a little rehash. We covered it a few uh, episodes ago, but um, it you take control of a totally new character. Like the first season, it was you played a guy named Lee, and he helped uh, Clementine, who was a very young child at the time. In the second game, Clementine's an older teenager, you know, about maybe 14, 15, and you get control of her, and you get to deal with her and, and, and dealing with groups and, and everything. This one, you're uh, controlling a guy, I believe his name is Javier, and, uh, and he, um, uh, he had some, and they start this story all the way back at the beginning of the zombie apocalypse, and you can see his dealings with his family and some of the drama he was having. And all through it, I kept playing the game as if there's the one character, the, the guy is with his, his brother's wife and their kids, right, on the road after this is months into the zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking the guy's dead, right? And so I'm playing the, the wife like, well, you got nobody now, you know, kind of thing. And sure enough, at the end of episode two, the the brother appears, you know, somehow he catches up with you guys. And I'm like, Ooh, I guess I should have made some other choices back there. Okay. We'll see how that plays out. But you end up running into Clementine and you get to see who she is. And now she's a little bit older. She's probably about 16, 17. She, you know, she's uh, wielding a shotgun now and she's oh, a badass. She's 17 so, now. Yeah. yeah. So she's, so the whole thing's coming together and I, I just, you know, I, I like the way they do their the Telltale spent a lot of time and they made a lot of mistakes in order to get to where they are. And now they make these games pretty good. It's like a which way book. That's basically it. There's very little action in them. And it's mostly all about the choices you make and the trust you build with the group. You know, typically the last, the last episode they'll release is, Depending on how you treated everybody, you'll either have a whole bunch of people on your side or you'll be alone. <laughs> and oh, yeah, cool. it, it could be anywhere in that, that range. So yeah, well, I'll let you know what I think. And we're just kind of chugging along. Like I said, it's only episode three of a total of five episodes that'll be released in, over the next few months. All right, cool. All right, I guess that's going to wrap it up. Until next week, we're having our final episode for season seven of The Walking Dead. I'm looking forward to it. It should be a 90-minute episode if it's in keep with tradition. They haven't announced it yet. I don't know if they did or not. But either way, I'm I'm looking forward to a great episode of The Walking Dead Season 7. So far, it's been my favorite season today. Except and for the looking... freaking... Who, who, who is the except? The um, mid-season spring. I'll stop, right. I'll stop bringing it up. I'll stop bringing it up. No, that's fine. Anyway, um, I... Uh... Just want everybody to know that after The Walking Dead is over, don't worry. It's not we're not going anywhere. You can still check us out, but the show will no longer be Bring Out the Dead for the next little while. It'll be Calling Saul, and we are going to be doing Better Call Saul reviews and talking about that show. So I got to get myself all caught up because I haven't watched season two yet because I'm a, I'm a lop. I don't do anything. And so anyway, I'm going to get all that done. <laughs> And uh, and we're gonna get caught up and do those shows, man. So I'm excited about it. Do you know what lop means? Do you know the definition lop? of lop? A lop. lop. Oh, I said lop. Oh, okay. I said a lop, not a lop. I'm not Italian. I'm a I'm a kike if I was gonna do that. Uh, that's what I was so wondering. I'm a, I'm a lop. I'm like something that's lopped over. It doesn't do anything. Ah, you know, like okay. a, like a stuffed teddy bear that doesn't quite sit upright anymore. That kind of thing. 
Why am I talking so much shit about myself? I don't know. Anyway, everybody, you guys have a great time. Uh, I am motherfucking Ross. You can find me at Mother F. Ross on Twitter. And uh, you, can, you can find me easy. Just go to Tony underscore Lamar. I mean, at Tony underscore Lamar. Or just go to my uh, webpage, just TonyLamar.com. You guys are awesome. I'm out there, people. And we will check you all out later. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for hanging out. <laughs> We can get that timing down one of these days. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.